0: Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and although I've never listened to Straight Talk Wrestling, I think you should. Have a nice day. Hey, this is George the Iceman, president of Destiny World Wrestling, and you're listening to Straight Talk Wrestling. Hey, this is Joey Maximum. You are listening to Straight Talk Wrestling.
1: Hey, it's the bubblegum princess Lexi Nicole, and you're listening to Straight Talk Wrestling. Hey, this is the walking weapon Josh Alexander, the king of Canadian strong style, and you are listening to Straight Talk Wrestling. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Aiden Prince. You are listening to Straight Talk Wrestling.
0: What's going on guys? Your host George Makai. I'm here live on location at Battle Arts Academy. I'm sitting down for a one-on-one exclusive with Mr. Aiden Prince.
1: That's me, man. That is me. Thank you.
0: Thank you, the- for that intro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time out to sit and talk with There's me. I appreciate no that. No so, I guess the first question I always ask everybody, yep. and it's a standard question, you already know it's oh, coming. I already
1: know it's coming. <laughs> so,
0: everyone has that defining moment yes. where they fell in love with wrestling and they realized it was going to become some part of their life in A full form or capacity. Do you remember that moment?
1: It's funny because I was so young that I don't really remember it. Um, but I remember like the, the, the gist of it. Like I was, I was in diapers, man. My grandparents were wrestling fans and, uh, they'd throw on rolled road warrior tapes from the AWA. I'd sit there and wrestle my pet monster in front of the TV. And that's literally, that's, that's where it started. And then it was like, after that, I was hooked, and it just it just kept going, man. I, I grew up on AWA
0: tapes. It's <laughs> so awesome that you mentioned My Pet Monster. It shows how Canadian we really oh, yes. are, right? <laughs> yes. So So um, in terms of not so much influences, we'll get into that in a bit, yes. but in terms of like a favorite match, an all-time match that kind of sticks out in your head. This one's going to blow your mind. All right. I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> Let me know. Uh,
1: my favorite match of all the time, it was, uh, I, I wish I could remember the year, uh, Great American Bash. It was Brian Pillman versus Alex Wright. No way. Yes. And the reason... I loved Alex Wright, one, because he did a backflip off the top rope for an entrance. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And believe it or not, I had a real love for the chain wrestling and wrestling at the beginning. So if you go back and watch that match, like a majority of it, they're just... You can tell they called it in the ring and they they did their chain and then the whole match is pretty much chain wrestling. But it's like, it stuck out to me so much because there is high spots, like a big drop kick and those type of things, but it was... It's the first match where I was like, "That's wrestling! Like I can see wrestling in there." And it was, it's crazy. But uh, people are people are shocked. And I'm like Brian Pillman and Alex Wright.
0: You know, I'm not I'm not shocked because yeah. I'll be honest with you. My my favorite match is one that a lot of people talk about. Actually, Mick Foley talks about it all the time. Right. It was the Madison Square Garden steel cage fight with Superfly Snuka. Wow! I didn't hitchhike to Madison Square Garden right. like him. That match happened well before I was even right, born. Right, right, right. But I watched it much later at my uncle's house, Christmas. He got the tape, yep. the old Coliseum videotapes, yes. yes. and he threw yes. it on. And when he took that Superfly from the top, I just turned around and I said to my dad, I'm like, this is going to be a part of my life in some form. And then a couple of years ago, me and my best friend, yep. Steve, the animal, who's my co-host, yep. he's not here with us tonight. Where are you, Steve? What's well, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> he had a previous engagement, hey, unfortunately. Okay. But um, yeah, like it was one of those moments where I was like, that's it. That's yeah. it for me. And now, speaking of, so now yeah. you're giving us your favorite yeah. match, Influences. Because Influence. I can tell from your style, yes. you're a showman. Yes. You're a high flyer. Yep. There's no bones about it. You kind of love that underdog style where yes. you're kind of, in your matches, the stories you tell when yep. you're kind of backed into a corner. Yep. And then you find that extra notch, that yep. extra bit of adrenaline. Yep. So I want to say, I'm pretty sure one of your influences has to be the Heartbreak Kid. It does. Yes,
1: yes. And uh, you'll love this because it goes back to your uh, your favorite match. Um, Snoko was one of my biggest influences when I was, I want to say three or four years old. I seen that match on a tape, jumped off of my couch through a glass coffee table. That was my first stitches. Nice. Watching that match. So it's, it's funny that you bring that up. Um, influences wise. Yes, it was Shawn Michaels, um, Bret Hart, um, mainly those guys, because I could tell by their attitude in the ring that what they were portraying was you guys don't think I can do this and I can, and that's kind of. That's kind of where my uh, my my real life comes into play. Is you know like and, and it portrays in the ring. Like I constantly feel like I'm back in a corner in a corner, and I feel that in my brain and in my head. So I try to try to portray that out there.
0: You know what I mean? And it it seems to work. <laughs> so when did your when did your training officially start? And when did yeah. you begin this journey to becoming obviously the Aiden Prince Prince of. Prince or King of Prince city, yeah, if you will. You, man, you. When, when did that all begin?
1: Um, I started, uh, training probably about, I want to say we're going on about eight years now, seven, eight years. And you are how um, old now? I'm 29. You're 29. Yes, yes, You're so only like a day
0: over 21.
1: That's a good thing. Thank you. Thank you. It's a hair dye. That's what it is. I'll <laughs> tell my secrets, everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and yeah, it was one of those things. I, I didn't have the, 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 the easiest childhood. So I waited too long to, to go get trained, but when I did, um, I mean, I think a lot of those those underdog feelings and, and stuff like that kind of messed with my head at the beginning of training. So I was telling uh, some students on the way here, actually, like, I like to say, like, I want to say, you know, I started wrestling three years ago. Because three years ago is when I got some opportunities, which led to me having a bit of confidence, which led to better things, which led to me, you know, showing that in the ring, so.
0: Well, first time I saw you wrestle was here at a Destiny event. Okay. And it was, um, you were in a fatal four-way. Okay. To get a, the, the shot at the, becoming part of the triple threat for that main event yes. against low yes. and Josh Alexander to yes. figure out who was going to be the interim Destiny champ, because yes. obviously at the time, Pete Dunne was injured. Correct. Yeah. So that fatal four-way. That took me to another level. I was sitting two rows from the ringside and you did that, I believe it was a four fifty off the top. Yeah, yeah. And I turned around to my co-host and I said, I don't know who this guy is, but I'm all in. And I was all in yeah, from the yeah, get-go. I appreciate And I'm all in about the I'm a big fan of the athleticism. Yes. And I'm a big fan of storytelling in the ring. My co-host, on the other hand, he's more of the guy he likes to build. He likes to see where the story transcends. But obviously in indie shows, you don't really get a chance for much promos. You don't get a chance to kind of transcend. Most of the time, the match is just, this is the match for tonight. And you got to go out there and you got 15, 20 minutes to tell the best story. So in terms for you, especially being on the indie scene, you don't really have much chance to work on your promo skills. So I'm assuming when you got trained... Where where did you start your training? Who trained you? And right off the bat, what were the things that they worked on with you the most? Now, um,
1: one of my biggest things again was was confidence. Um, I was trained by Tyson Dukes um, and Scott Demore in Windsor, Ontario, at Can Am Wrestling School, uh, where I'm now a trainer now, um, which is great. Windsor represents Windsor represents. Um, but yeah, the, one of the biggest things that I had to work on was my confidence. You know, it was you know, being able to, you know, stand up for myself. If a guy's beating me down, I didn't want to hit hard back. I didn't want to. So I'd always get my ass kicked, which like I, that's, that, that's why, you know, the underdog thing just works. Cause it's, that's been me since day one. But the, um, promos and stuff like that was, was very hard for me because I've always been a dreamer since I was a child. So I shot a lot of promos with my buddies in a video camera. Um, but when you're put in a position where it's like, all right, Say this, say this, say this, say this, say this, go. And you have cameras in your face and stuff like that. It's it's a whole new world of things. Um so right, it's, it's hard to be organic yes, when you have to hit yes. those points because they want to move the story forward that exactly, way. Exactly, right? And 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 sometimes you'll say something and it's cut, do that again, and so now you've got to switch the way you've said something over and over again. So it it just took a lot of, you know, forcing me to do it. And which is which has been the case with a lot of things and wrestling for me is just forcing me into those situations. Like that day, um, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know I was in that batch until I got here.
0: Of course, yeah. So because I mean, in the indie scene, as we know, it's last minute yeah, changes sometimes happen, right? You
1: know what I mean? Cards subject to change, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so I mean, I got thrown in there, and I was so scared. And <laughs> to be honest, like in a nerve sense, that it portrayed out there. And 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 God bless Loki, man. Like he. He gave me so many pointers and stuff before we went in there um, on how to sell, how to act, how to how to you know feel the crowd out, see where they're they're feeling, and those type of things. So um, I owe a lot of credit to him because he brought the story out of that match. Because for me, it would have been just okay, sir, whatever you want me to do. You know what I mean? But he made me you know think story like, how are we going to tell this story, and those type of things. Which I still get chills thinking about that day because you could feel that crowd, you know what I mean? You could feel the difference in the place. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it was a, that was a that was a big day for me,
0: very big day. So in terms of like, because when you're in the business, you're obviously a fan. Yes. And now you've had a couple barn burners. You hung with Pete Dunne for a bit there. Mm-hmm. You had barn burners with Tyler Bate. I was here for that match. That was an incredible Thank match. You, that you. match lit it up. The only problem about that night was there was no triple X shirts.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm a big
0: guy, and you know what? A lot of you wrestlers, I get it. Y'all got chiseled six packs. And <laughs> you know abs, it is man. But some of us have guts. Those are like an extra three bucks that makes it hard on us. You <laughs> know what? I will I will pay the I will pay you the extra three bucks. I, mean, I have not. no problem. I'll I'll get you on, I promise. But God. um in terms of like that match with Tyler Bate, like when you when you have those big name wrestlers coming out here mm-hmm. to Mississauga to represent, tell a story with you, and they'll say, you know, this is my last time coming indie wise yeah. I want to work with this guy. Do you feel that extra added pressure? And do you also feel mm-hmm. starstruck because who you're in the ring with? Yes. Um,
1: one hundred percent. Like I tell everybody all the time, like, I'm I'm a fan at heart, like I'll never change that, you know what I mean? So meeting those guys, obviously I have to put on the professional, you know, the professional face, but I'm screaming in my head. Like it's the coolest, you know what I mean? I've been blessed with some of the coolest opportunities ever. Um, um but yeah, like it's, it's, it's weird because like I, I come into it super nervous and then you, you're there, you're talking to the guy and it's like, well, I'm here now. I can't run. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like your, your mind goes into this, like, let's just do this. Let's just do this. And then, you know, that builds into the next thing, which again builds confidence. And then it just. It keeps rolling.
0: So you mentioned rough childhood, and I don't definitely yeah, want to hey, get man, into no that. Part. But you mentioned a little bit of rough childhood. So you started training. Yes. Women. In terms of family support, because sometimes yeah. it's hard. A lot of family members don't get this. Like my yes. dad. Yeah. My dad still kind of busts my chops yeah. here and there. About you're you're 35 years old. You got a wife, two kids. Yeah. You have a full time job. Why are you still running with this yeah. radio show? Yeah. And I tell him because it's passion. Yeah. I feel the need to yeah. tell stories. And we've also been blessed very quickly for only being a year and a half in yeah. to have some big interviews. So right. Yourself. We sat down with Josh Alexander. We got George the Iceman, who was oh, one of our man. first ones out the gate. We hung with the Bubblegum Princess. She oh, was great. So she's great. Joey Maxim mm-hmm. from CCW, he came out and represented. And you're the one we just want to keep building. Hey, and man, we're going, we're going to keep going after all the indie guys that mm-hmm. we can. Because what we want to do and what we want to showcase differently mm-hmm. is putting Canadian strong style on the map. And I believe as much as Josh is the face, all you other guys are at yep. the forefront of it all. Yep. So, in terms of family support, do you have that? Did you always have it, or was it something that once they saw you and saw what you could do, then it was like, you know what? I didn't appreciate your yeah. life choices, yeah. But I get it now. That's
1: uh, that's almost how it was. Like I, I'm super real usually with this type of stuff. Like when I was younger, I um, I wasn't into drugs or anything like that, or partying or anything. I was just wrestling was what I wanted to do, and I was very cocky about that in high school. So I didn't want to be there. I didn't care about it. You know what I mean? Which obviously, you know, is going to lead to your parents being like yo, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like you're how old, you know, like you're not doing anything. Like, you know, you're not going to live on my couch. You know what I mean? So what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know? And I think for a lot of years, I, I didn't take that the right way. I was rebellious and like that type of thing. So it led to, you know, me being out on my own and, and, and learning life in like a, a really, you know, serious way. So you had to grow up quick. Exactly, man. Like I was 17 years old with an apartment and you know, living, been there, Yeah. So it's like, those real life things, you know what I mean? Being able to get through that, you know what I mean? And then getting trained and, and, and going through that. I mean, it made my mom turn her head and go like, all right, he's doing something with it. You know what I mean? And now honestly, like I'm blessed with so much support from my mother and my dad's out there somewhere, but my, my mother has, has supported me since day, you know, day one of going pro and was at my first match. She tries to come to every one of these. So she, uh, the, the support is huge now. Um, and then, and now I'm learning too. And like I said, you know, I like to say I started three years ago because three years ago is when I really started trying to hustle more and trying to get out there more and stuff like that. So I've received a lot more support from my peers and stuff as well, which is nice because, um, I understand if I was looked at differently before, because I wasn't hustling, I wasn't doing, you know, the things that some like a Josh Alexander was doing, you know what I mean? So, now that I've started to pick up and I've started to do those type of things, I think a lot of guys are looking my way going, all right, you know,
0: he's, he's changed. He's doing something. So tonight you're in a match yes. with OV, OVE, a yeah. uh, tag team match. Yes. And uh, I'm a big fan of these guys. When they came <laughs> down last time, they had the little scrap with Tyler yes. Bate and Trent Seven. Yes. They didn't get a chance to wrestle, but I picked up one of their shirts. We had a picture taken yep. together. It was such a great moment. But I got to be honest with you. I'm pulling for you. I appreciate that. I'm pulling for you because you know what? When you look at someone and you see a star, I mean, yeah, okay, I only talk I only talk on a wrestling show. Right. I've never lived the business, but I know enough about the business to try to educate others who may not know so Well, to be much. honest, that's why I'm talking to you. I mean, I, I could tell by talking to you before. You, you know what we're doing. You have respect for what we're doing. so well, yeah, I know the risks understand. that are involved. Exactly. Because every time you step in the ring, safety comes first, yeah. but yeah. you also want to put on a great show. And sometimes putting on a great show is going that extra mile. Yeah. So Which is how I think every time I'm out there, you know, whether there's 20 or there's, you know, 500, I try to think I'm giving everything I got. You know but mean? you mentioned too that the card is subject to change. Yes. So how can you, I mean, you have the mentality of being safe, but sometimes you walk in, you think, okay, I'm going to face this guy. And the last minute, George would side and say, okay, so Aiden, <laughs> yep. this guy's out, this guy's in. Yes. You got 20 minutes, yeah. work on it. How do you come up with a story in such a short amount of time? And it's, it still looks so damn polished in it's, the ring.
1: It's one of those things where it's like I've been blessed with the guys I'm across the ring with for those opportunities, you know what I mean? So I got to give Loki and Josh and that the credit on, on that and, and Tyler, you know what I mean? Um, and working with other guys, you know, that's, that's a lot of them, but that's me learning from them, you know what I mean? And, and learning from guys like that, when you do get switched around and you get thrown, you're not as panicked because just remember what you learned last time and apply that and just run with it, you know what I mean? So it's... Yeah, that, I got to give those guys the credit on the polishness. So
0: it, it it does come down to who your dance partner in the ring is. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because if you know they're going to be yeah. safe, but they're also sitting there going, "Hey, yep. listen, You're if an opportunity presents, yeah. if an opportunity presents itself, take it."
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right? That's yeah.
0: that's cool. So yeah. in terms of um, going back to, I guess, your early days, once you started hustling a little bit more and yeah. getting into these yeah. opportunities. Do you now find, because you're in a comfortable position now, yeah. do you now find yourself being a little bit more selected with what events and venues you do go to? Or yes. do you find yourself, when somebody calls, they say, hey, Aiden, we got a slot open this Friday. Can you come? Yes. Do you find yourself going, yes?
1: Um, I know the right answer is, and the proper answer would be yes. Jump on every single show. Um, my opinion is a little different because no knocking everybody, like anybody who works every weekend and that type of stuff, God bless you. You're killing it. I'm, I'm happy for you. For me, it's like, you know, I, I try to be a little more selective now only because you see a lot of the same guys on every show. So I find if I'm a little more selective, then I look a little bigger, if that makes because, sense. Yeah. yeah, you become yeah. more like The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. You become that
0: mythical figure yeah, that I only comes it, around. And
1: I'm not saying I, you know, I should be working a lighter schedule or anything like that. It's just, to me, I, I don't feel like I burn myself out. I I have a little more star power because I'm there a little bit more. It's it's It works for me, but it also has its setbacks in my head. Because in my head, I'm thinking too much about what my peers are thinking sometimes. It's like, you know, does he deserve this opportunity? And, and, and those type of things. So um, that part of it weighs on me a bit. Um, but the other side of it is, like, I, I try to, you know, tell myself, like, you got to be doing something right. Because you're getting these opportunities and you're you're doing okay for yourself. So, you know, don't let that stuff bring it down, you know what I mean? So But, uh, it, like, I, I find it works for me, you know what I mean? I think the, the time will come where... I'll start working more because there'll be bigger opportunities and it'll just keep rolling. And, and your
0: confidence will get stronger. Yeah, and stronger yeah. And, stronger. And,
1: and that's what a lot of people don't realize. I think a lot of people think I'm maybe snobby or like I'm off to myself or whatever. But a lot of it is honestly, man, I'm just in my head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and I, and I and I like to be super real about that, you know? So, um,
0: but Do uh, you think sometimes being on the road as, as much as you are, you know, you live in a Windsor, you're coming yeah. up here, you're going yeah. there, you're going there. Yeah. Do you find yourself because you're, you're a lot of times you're with yourself. You're yeah. driving in the yeah. car, you're, yeah. you're with yourself. Yeah do you find like you mentioned being in your head yeah. do you find it hard sometimes to get out of your head when you're traveling from event to event and going from show to show uh,
1: yeah like that's that was my problem at the beginning you know like when i started wrestling training i was super confident i was into it and then you start to realize whoa this is this is my dream but it's hard you know what i mean and there's 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 things you have to let go of relationships that don't work all that type of stuff comes into play right so um that first little bit i was i was definitely so in my head that I almost pulled away from it. And then when you do pull away from it and you realize how much this means to me and how much, you know, I miss it and like how much I want to be out there and stuff, it it suddenly makes nothing else matter. Um, But I mean, to this day, I still get in my head, especially with opportunities like this. It's like, you know, I'll 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 talk to guys like you or or people and, you know, they they talk to me like I deserve it. But I think for me, it's always like, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. It's always a, I'm not there yet. So it's like, um, I just... Like, I want to just keep getting better. You know what I mean? So it's, I think I could have like five star steal the show match tonight and still be on the way home going, oh, I should have, should have did this and I should have did this and I should have did this. You know what I mean? So it's,
0: you're a dissector. You go oh, back yeah. sometimes oh, and you yeah. think about everything all you could have done differently. All the time.
1: Whether it's the conversation before the match or it's the match itself. You know what I mean?
0: That's just the person I am. In terms of like the training schedule early on, how rigorous was it for you to find, because you said you started late or what you, what you described as late. Right. Right. So in your mind, you started late. How rigorous was the training schedule in the beginning to kind of catch you up to a speed where you felt comfortable? I would, I'm very grateful because I was, I was kind of the last of the breed of
1: wrestling where they were really hard on you. If, if that makes sense. Like not in like a rude way or anything. But so you were Generation
0: X wrestling yes. training, whereas everybody now is millennial training. Yes,
1: and I don't mean that in a, like a bad way or I anything. I completely like, do. Here's a participation award. You
0: know what I'm saying. I, I, I don't believe in it at yeah. all. So
1: for me, it was, I mean, guy, uh, some guys nowadays, if they went through what I went through and, and those type of things, maybe they wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, it's okay, rub your back type of, of stuff where I'm grateful that I was the last of the, no, go until you almost throw up. Yeah, you know I mean, because maybe at the time I was like, "Oh, screw this," but now that's helped me so much out there. It's helped me in my life. I'm a stronger person because of it. My confidence is different. All that, uh, all that stuff comes into play. It's that thick skin that yeah. we talk about. Yeah, because before, like I said, like before wrestling training and stuff, I was I was that shy, sad kid. So I mean, going through that, I'm not gonna lie, it messed me up at first. But then it was like a breakdown and build me back up. And then now that
0: it's built me back up, I, I, I'm I a tougher person because of it. So, so sometimes it shows. I mean, you're a face. Your yes. character is a face. Yes. But even still, you find those fans yes. that don't like faces. They're strictly yep. heel fans. Yep. So in terms of like a fan, like there's a, there's a hardcore Destiny fan. Yes. His name is Bench. Yes. He is all over everybody consistently. Yep. And unless he loves you. If he hates you, he'll let you know. Yep. The Bruiserweight actually pushed him at the last yep. event because yep. he got two yep. in his face. Yep. Yep. So in terms of fans like that who are fans who are strictly just they're going to cheer for who they cheer for they don't care if technically in terms of kayfabe they're supposed to cheer right, for you right so do you do you hear those kind of comments when you're in the ring do they get to you do they shake you I
1: used to, they used to destroy me like in the sense like i wasn't in the best shape when i first started so i'd like go out there and someone would say you know i could kick this kid's ass or whatever and it would weigh on me you know what i mean but then after a while you realize you know guy sitting in the crowd he's he's doing his job. I'm doing mine. So, I mean, he paid his hard earned money for that ticket. If he wants to boo me, let him out. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't take any offense to it anymore because you know, I'm not going to lie. When I was that age going to shows or or I was younger going to shows, you know, sometimes you boo the face that you don't like or, you know, like, and stuff like that. So I've learned to take it with, yo, he's a wrestling fan. He's not trying to personally attack you.
0: You know, that's what the business that we're in is, right? right? And
1: that's what this is, is, is criticism and stuff like that. So it's. It's just another person that it's like, and and my favorite, my favorite is that guy that's booing me. And then by the end, he gave me a high five, right? So it's like, because you earned his respect. So it's like that that to me, because like people talk about, you know, I want to earn this promoter, that promoter, that promoter's respect. That's not honestly, man. That's not why I'm here. Like, that's not why I got into this. That's not anything. Like my thing is to impress the people. And that might sound cliche, but that's really all I care about. (laughs) So it's like, I've learned that if I do get bad criticism, take it, learn from it. But remember, at the end of the day, who paid their money to see you? So it's, you know, if, if that makes sense. No, it totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. It absolutely makes yeah.
0: sense. So in terms of um, promoters, we yes. talked about promoters. Yes. Do you ever feel sometimes when you say no to a promoter that you feel you may have burned a bridge? Um, or do you just, are you just honest with them? Because you, you're an honest, real guy. you have been very candid be, with yeah, me, and yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So in terms of like with the promoters, if if they call you and say, hey, listen, we got spot this Friday. Can you come on board? And you say, I'm sorry, I can't. I got a show on Saturday or I got something that's conflicting. I really, truly can't. Yeah. When you hang up that phone because you're in your head a lot, do you feel like – Damn, I may have burned that bridge. Every
1: damn time. (laughs) No, every time. And that's just me, you know what I mean? Because I'll I'll think that way and then I see them at a show and they're like, buddy, how you doing? you're like, wow, I'm an idiot. I was overthinking that, you know what I mean? So
0: you you really do find out later on that nothing's personal.
1: nothing's good. It's it's all good, you know what I mean? It's depending, right? If I'm... And it all comes to respect, I think, you know? It's like with you guys, you were so nice to me and stuff, you know what I mean? Like... If you give me respect, I'm giving that respect back. 100%. And I mean, that's yeah.
0: the same way I am. Yeah. Well, so I wanna... in terms of when it was actually interesting. When we interviewed George the Iceman, yeah. he mentioned about social media. And he mentioned about really – especially when you're an indie wrestler, you've got to keep on top of your social media. Yes. Now, that's a great tool to promote you. Yes. But as we know, the internet has given everybody a voice. Yes. Negative and yes. positive. Yes. When you're out there in the crowd, we've learned now, you've learned how to shrug it off. Right. But when you wake up in the morning and you've got probably 40, 50 messages yeah. Yeah. and you scroll through them and you're like, one guy's like, dude, you're awesome. Keep rocking. I love yeah. you. You're going to see you the next yeah. show. Then you have one chick, one guy or one yeah. girl who's like, I can't stand the sight of you yeah. and yeah. I want you to die yeah. a horrible death yeah. or something yeah. Yeah. stupid yeah. like well, that. And, and, and I've had it. Yeah. So how do you get out of that mold? Do you just block them and carry on or do you sit there and dissect it and go at the end of the day, they're a wrestling yeah. fan she's saying that yeah. because she's a fan. She doesn't know me. I always, I always, I character. always
1: laugh at stuff like that because usually I just don't reply because there's a great guy like you or someone who's seen me here. That's going to do it for me. So I just, I sit back, you know what I mean? But I'd be lying if I said it didn't get to me, you know what I mean? But it's also one of those things where it's like, I just like you, you, you said, you know, like people don't really know what goes into this. Like this is a, this is a crazy life. We live a very blessed life, but it is a crazy life we live. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, people like that, it's like, and then you go and you look at their Facebook or whatever, and it's like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? You're not doing anything. Yeah, you're but, working at 95. to Yeah, and you're yelling dog, at yeah. me. Like, you guys, so, you know, because in my heart, in my head, I can't even picture doing that. You know what I mean? I can't even do that to a WWE guy who probably has 5,000 screw you comments. I could never do that, whether I was a fan or a wrestler. Like I, so the fact that people can do that or, or air somebody out online or, or things like that, it's like, yeah why <laughs> you're not making you're not helping yourself on social media you're not you know what i mean like you're just making yourself look
0: bad so so in terms of like as you as you grow in each match you get advice like you're probably tonight after the match yeah ove will come over and maybe give you yeah. some notes or something yeah. like that yeah. and you'll take it oh, in 100%. stride but was there ever a piece of advice that came from a legend or even a per, close personal yeah. friend or a fellow wrestler that's going through the grind like yeah. you are was there ever that one piece of advice that you still kind of carry with you?
1: Yes. Um, Moose, actually. Um, I had the pleasure of training with Moose before he went to ROH. So he was at our school for a while um, and did a couple Border City pre-shows and stuff before he you know, blew up like he did. Um, but Moose had given me the feedback that a lot of guys are going to come up to you and give you feedback. And as a young guy, you walk around and say, hey, how was my match? How was my match? How was my match? How was my match? And he said, this is just his opinion, but... If you do that to everybody, that's going to mess your head up because if you walk around and say, Hey, how was my match? And this person says, that was sweet. Don't do that dropkick. And then I go over to this guy and say, Hey, how was that? And he says, nah, that dropkick was sweet. Then you go to this guy and he's like, nah, you know, everything was good. Keep it all. And you're like, but that guy said, and this guy said, like, so the, the best advice that I ever got was find somebody that you look up to in this business, find somebody that knows their stuff and go to that person only for advice. And that... And that has stuck with me. Like I have my select few now, you know what I mean? But You have your inner circle. Yes, you have that circle of people that you go to and say, hey man, did you happen to watch my match? How was it? You know, what could I have done better? Because usually those people are on the same page. Um, And I've had conversations with other guys where um, they've gone to WWE or whatever and they get a lot of feedback. So they're almost like, do I even know who I am anymore? You know what I mean? And that's kind of where I got at one point was I was asking too many people. I just want to learn, you know what I mean? I just want to learn. And it was like, it, it does jumble your head up. So Moose gave me that advice, and I remember him telling me that, and it just clicked. So now I, you know, I'll, I'll call Tyson Dukes, or I'll talk to Scott DeMoore, or i call George, or, you know what I mean? I have my select people that I go to. Josh has been super cool to me. So um, getting advice from those guys um, that are all kind of on the same
0: page, um, it, it definitely helps. And do you find it when you're like your example, you're saying you and Josh are super cool. Yeah. Uh, Josh and I actually have a bromance. Oh, okay. We have a okay. bromance, <laughs> It's pretty special. He doesn't really know about it, but it's in my it's in my head. Yeah. But um, do you find yourself like when you're like when you're tight with somebody, you're good with somebody, yeah. and you see them at shows all the time, and you now you consider them like your inner circle, your right. friend, right? And uh, they come up to you and they say, all right, we're going to kill them in the ring tonight." Yeah. Is it hard to turn off the friendship switch? No, it almost all it almost
1: amps up. It honestly because now you know stuff. you're going with your buddies. Yeah, yeah. So now you're like, I got to go yes. even
0: harder because it's my buddy. Exactly,
1: And, you know, you know you can throw things in a light a little tighter. And and you know that, you know, you don't got to worry too, too much. It's your buddy, you know what I mean? Where I think sometimes guys get tough and then they don't want to work with people or those type of things. So it's like, when it's your buddy, it's like, yo, we're killing it. Like, it just amps it up.
0: Like, we're going to go even harder. Yeah, like, it's almost like you're playing Xbox, but a live version yeah. of it. Like, right? I'm
1: excited to work with Kobe, uh, Kobe Durst tonight because, I mean, I love the kid. He's a great guy. Super polite. He's been nothing but respectful since I met him, like years ago. so, I mean, this this match is exciting because it's – it's. I feel like it's me and my buddy going out there to tear it up.
0: So. Yeah, it's pretty cool too because yeah. between you and Kobe, you guys have literally three facial hairs.
1: Yep, pretty much, pretty <laughs> much like what I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, do you – in terms of – because now you said you're a trainer. Yeah. So, now you're kind of guiding the up-and-comers. Yes. This millennial class, yes. if you will. Yes. Do you have any advice? Like if there's a wrestler, if there's a young kid that's – we've got a couple young fans that listen to our podcast all yeah. the time. Um so we try to yeah. we try to you know educate yeah. as much as we try to entertain. But do you have like if if I was a newbie coming into the yeah. business yeah. and I was like my goal is WWE. Yeah. And we'll get to your goal yeah. in a second, but yeah. my goal is WWE. Yeah. I want to headline WrestleMania yeah. 42. Yeah. That's my that's my timeline. I yeah. got 7 8 yeah. years to make it happen. Yeah. What do you sit there and tell This kid coming in, this green kid who doesn't know really anything Uh about the business other than what he's seen on TV. And he only sees the end product. He has no idea about the 87 producers that are backstage and everyone has a particular moment of the match they got to produce. What would you tell an up and comer like that coming in for the first time?
1: My biggest thing is uh, never stop learning. And I know that sounds cliche. You'll hear that from everybody. Uh, but, But never stop trying to learn. Never get comfortable with the fact that I'm showing up a wrestling show and I know what I'm doing out there. Because even, even, you know, you say I'm a, I'm a trainer and, and I am one, but it's like I still – it's almost like surreal to hear sometimes because it's like I'm still learning myself and that's never going to stop.
0: And you probably um, learn from who you're teaching, right? Oh,
1: yeah, which is phenomenal. Like you learn so much in the, in the teaching of it. Um, know your basics. That was one of the biggest thing. Um, safety. Yes, yeah, safety, you know, because the basics, the basics leads to everything else. So if you can learn those basics and, and do them well, Then everything else is just going to come into play and it's all going to work. And the
0: basics would be like how to run the ropes properly, how to take a a bump, the the
1: headlocks, the the takeovers, shoulder tackles, all that stuff makes sense. And it, and it, it all ties together
0: because Um, a shoulder tackle can lead to one sweet move after the other. right? And what,
1: and then the other thing, um, for me was like, I was telling one of the students on the way here, like the day I walked in the wrestling school, I felt like I made it the day I got booked on a normal BCW show. I felt like I made it the day. You know what I mean? So never always check yourself. You know what I mean? Like always check yourself and be like, yo, this is a big deal that I'm doing this next thing. You know what I mean? And don't let it go to your head. You know what I mean? But always be as excited for the little opportunities um, as, as much as you are the big ones. And I mean, then, and then the other thing would be just, just don't give up. Like, I know that's cliche again, but there's going to be times that something will shock you that you thought you were going to be able to do easy, or maybe you're good at everything else. But that one thing, You know what I mean? Something like a hip toss is hard. So if if it's that one thing that you can't get, just don't let it get to you.
0: Keep fighting, man. Keep fighting. Keep keep practicing. Keep keep learning because you'll get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So in terms of goals. Yes. When you walked in that wrestling school for the first time, what was back then Aiden Prince's goal and has it changed since then? Honestly, man, my goal
1: walking into that school, because at the time I walked in there, I knew of TNA and and Can-Am being involved with it and stuff, but... It was never my goal. Like it, honestly, my goal was to be able to say I'm a pro wrestler, and like because you know a lot of people w- won't tell people and stuff. It's like I am proud that I get to say I'm a pro wrestler now. So it's like that's all it was, man, was be able to put pro wrestler, you know, on my name in, in some way and just know that you know all those years of you know you know telling my principals that yo I don't care about this place or you know my mom saying you know you're a loser at this time and of my life and like those type of things. So it's like just, just to keep doing things. That was always my thing. So my biggest goal now is just let the snowball keep rolling. I've been blessed with opportunities that like, honestly, I never ever expected that I would have been happy without. And I was, you know, I was, I was given these opportunities that like, it's insane, man. It's insane. I get speechless talking about it because it's like, honestly, at the end of the day, my goal was just to be a wrestler. And I, and I feel that like Josh's speech hit me at the last destiny show, because he talked about, and it wasn't about making, it was about just becoming a pro wrestler and getting in a ring and, and, and tearing it up.
0: And that's, that's honestly my goal. Yeah. You know, is your goal to stay Canadian or is your goal to try to go abroad when, and if the opportunity arises, like,
1: like, I mean, right now, like it's so hard with the border and stuff like that. Right. So I try to stay in Canada. And the other part of things is too, is a, a guy like Josh is, has proven it, you know, Canada's booming. And there's a lot out there that we can do here. And it's, it's going to start with guys like us that want to help it
0: grow and, and do those type of things and get more eyes on Canada. And I think that's what Destiny's doing. Yeah. Destiny's doing yeah. a great job. Yeah. George, George has one heck of a wrestling yeah. mind. Yeah. He's busy. Sometimes it's hard to get a hold of him. Especially if you're a lonely podcast guy. Hint, hint, George. Funny, you
1: message me all the time. I don't know.
0: <laughs> strikes a chord. No, but um, you know what? Yeah, and that's kind of what the goal was for us. When we started, we started very, um, here's Raw and SmackDown results. We started super green because we didn't know our audience. And now we find that we have a lot of fans. We have a lot in Canada, mm-hmm. but our U.S. fan base is growing. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason it's growing is because we're educating them mm-hmm. on what's north of the border. Yeah, yeah. Get off your butts. Get yeah. off your couches. Tear yourself away from yeah. the WWE yeah. product. Yeah. Come out to an indie show and see what these guys yeah, are man. doing. Yeah, and now that you guys are locked in with Fight TV, you're getting to reach a whole another global audience, which I've
1: noticed myself. So it's 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 very nice. Yeah.
0: And uh, question: yeah. Do you ever uh, do you ever uh, find when a fan marks out on you, like when a fan comes out and it's like, "Oh my god, dude, is Prince?" Oh, do you do you not... kind of catch yourself back and be like, "Oh yeah." I am. I am. It, like, do you find yourself when a fan comes and it's like, have you ever had a fan react to you in a way? It's like, yes. oh my God, I can't believe I met you. Hey, like, uh, is that, is that a surreal moment I, for you?
1: It is. And it is. And and I, I bring it back to, again, you know, it's like, you know, I'm as grateful for that kid as they are for me. Like, I, like I said, that that's, it was like a few shows back. Like the sub girl straight up, like Justin Biebered out. Like she was going crazy. And, and I, and you do I have the Bieber like, haircut. And, you I do. do I a do, little I bit. Do. But I walked away and it was like. Yo, my life is awesome. Like it was just like it was just like those little things. You know what
0: I mean? Where maybe that would annoy some people, but to me, it's the coolest thing in the world. And relationships wise, because you did mention that yes. you mentioned that sometimes yes. relationships are hard. Yeah, because you may get involved with someone and they don't really understand right. your passion, or they don't understand this business. Yes, like I've had, like I'm blessed that my wife yes. is as much of a diehard wrestling fan as me. Yeah, but I have some friends who I've known forever. Who still kind of make fun of me or geek yeah, out? It's like, I it, dude, you're going to a wrestling show. It's I like, it. I am. Well, it's just two guys, you know, yeah. doing choreographed yeah, moves. I'm show. like, yeah. yeah, okay, I get it. That's your generic answer. Right. But if you pull the curtain back a little bit and you know all the work that those guys put in to get to those choreographed moves, if you will, yeah, okay. Sometimes the winner's determined, yeah. but half the time the match is not determined. Right,
1: man. Yeah. How you, they say, okay, listen,
0: he's gonna win. He's gonna win at 22 yep. minutes. Get me from one to 22, but he wins. Yeah. And that's fine. Yep. We accept that. We know that's part right. of the business. Right. But when, when you have, when you have a, like a girl, like you take a girl on the first date and she yep. goes, so what do you do? I'm a pro wrestler. It's funny. I,
1: um, throughout wrestling training, I trained very hard for three, four days a week for two years straight. And then, um, right around the time I was about to graduate and have my first match, I met my girlfriend now. So she came to my first show and I remember we sat down our first date. I, I went off. I, I went through the list of things. I'm like, I barely have an education. I'm a pro wrestler. I don't know how much money that's ever going to make me. If you choose to, you know, tell me I'm not allowed to do this or anything like that, you can, you know, pick up your French fries and go now. Because, like, I've dealt with the people who said this is a joke. I've dealt with the people who said this will never go anywhere. And, I'm, you know, and she looked at me and said, I support you 100%. And to this
0: day, we're together. So um, It's pretty cool when you find that person yeah, who man. who believes in your passion as yeah. much as you do. Yeah, and like, that probably ignites the fire even more. One hundred percent. Because now you're not only working for you, yeah. but you're yeah. working for the future exactly. that you're going to have. Yep.
1: Yeah. And and uh, about a year ago, I was like, you know what? I was working out a gym. I said, screw this, I'm quitting. And you know, I, you know, it's a struggle sometimes. But it's like she's supported me completely. So I mean, in the long run, I feel that'll
0: pay off. And you look at a guy. We mentioned a guy like Josh. Yeah. Josh has two kids. Yeah. Two small yeah. kids. And I know from being on his Facebook and his Instagram and being somebody yeah. that's kind of in the outer circle, but I'm working my way in with the bromance, <laughs> doing good. but um, yeah. I know that for him, he doesn't have much family time, but when he does, he cherishes it. Yeah. Are you ever worried about that moment when it does get serious and maybe there's a baby around the corner, there's a baby already there. Yeah. Are you worried about how much time, because you always hear the old yeah. school, like anytime somebody goes in the hall of fame yeah. and if they're not around, God rest his soul, yeah. big boss man yeah. was a perfect example. Yeah. His daughters came out and they said, we loved our dad to death, but just like all of you, we could only hang out with him when he was on TV. Yeah. Does yeah. that ever, is that ever uh, something in the back of your head? Like if things get serious, oh, ha- yeah,
1: that, that how are you going to handle that me. moment? Um, who knows, man? I, it's like, I, I think it's one of those things where it's like, like I said, with it, with the opportunities I've been given, I would have never expected. If you told me a year ago, you're going to wrestle Tyler Bate. I'm like, nah, nice one. But you know what I mean? Like I would have laughed it off or whatever. So um, right now it's just, it's, it's roll with it. Don't think too far ahead. Just keep, being excited and feeling like I made it the next time I'm in there, and just just keep keep trucking along. And I mean, if something happens, which I, I trust me, that's what I want, you know what I mean. But I would hope that it. And nowadays we're in a, nowadays we're in an era where you can come
0: back home a little easier and those type of things. So, um, and you're also in a comfortable position where you can be a little bit more selective on your schedule. Yeah, not too selective, yeah, but a yeah, little bit more yeah, than most guys. Yeah,
1: exactly right. And the time's going to come where I mean, I'm going to have to work harder and those type of things to to get out there and I, and I'm, and I'm ready for it. And she knows what this entails and she knows what I want to do and she's supporting me this long. So. Oh, and that's, it's amazing yeah. to have yeah. that passion. Like yeah. I said, my wife, she supports me through the podcast oh, all the time. That's great. Cause that's, that's, that weighs on you, man. Like, you know, if you're feeling, and, 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 I'm sure you have this sometimes like, what am I doing this for? You know? And then you'll, you'll talk to her or whatever and it builds you back up where if she agreed with you and said, throw the phone out and you know what I mean? Like stop this. You know what I mean? Like you, you might not be so motivated to do it, you know. That's your that's your wife, you know. That's, she's my everything. So it's like it's if she told me no, you know. Nowadays, back then, it would have been like, well, then get out of here. But now it's like, Ooh, you know what I mean. But the, no, the I, fact I got that, some yeah, things to think about. The fact that she supports me and that
0: type of stuff is is phenomenal. So. so we talked about the goal, and you said the goal was to always just have full yeah, whole wrestler yeah. beside your name. Yeah, but I, I just got to ask yeah. hypothetical because I'm a hypothetical yes. guy. I'm a film guy. I'm a movie guy. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, like I said, I'm a story guy. Yeah. If if TNA. WWE, if Ring of Honor, if yeah. any of them came knocking with a serious offer. Yeah, 100%. Man. It would be it percent considered. 100%. But if you had your choice, let's say all three offers. Yes. Ooh. Where, where, I got to put you on the spot. <laughs> where would the door you'd want to walk through first go?
1: I have to say ROH. And the reason I say ROH is because I was such a fan when I was younger. And that's ROH is what
0: broke me out of the WWE bubble. For me too. I mean, I watched Kevin Steen light it up, yeah. And for me, it was a big thing because I'm sitting there. I'm like, he looks just like me, yeah. But he could do way cooler stuff than
1: I can. Amazing Red and Loki was like where I seen really choreographed craziness and and in big spots and Jody Fleisch whacking his shin off the the guardrail and that. Those are the the craziest times that that broke me out of that bubble that made me watch that and go, oh man. This guy's even crazier than Jeff Hardy. You know what I mean? That's just kind of that would that would make me look that way. So it has to be ROH just because just because it's 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 that next thing, you know what I mean? It's like the pro wrestling thing. It's like I have to say I wrestled for ROH. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: So in terms of uh, mentality of right before a match, yes. you're standing at the guardrail, maybe you're doing your little nervous <laughs> dance, yes, you make go rock, you pour water yep. on your yep. head, your music hits. Yes. What is the last thought that comes through your mind before you pull back that curtain? Thank you. And I I say that because I'm honestly blessed every
1: time I go out there, man. So it's like you'll see and I've posted it. You'll always see me look up like this and everybody gives me crap for not looking at the hard cam. But that's me saying thank you because it's honestly it's the fact that I'm here is the coolest thing ever. And, you know, if you knew me way back in the day, the fact that I'm sitting here is, is, is a big thing for me. So um, the biggest thing is it's like, you know, real me shuts off. Aiden Prince turns on. I'm grateful to be here. And I can't turn and run out that door. So here we go. And that's once you walk through those ropes, it's like you're in a cage. Yeah, man. And, you know, and, and and you've met me now, you know, outside of the ring and you've met me standing out there. So you can see the difference in me. You know what I mean? It's a switch flicks, and I'm a different dude. <laughs> that's that's. I think I think for me, like my real Dave's Mike. You know, but I I think for me, Aiden Prince is is a different me. It's it's a different character. It's it's everything that Mike's not. You know, he's confident. You know, all these girls are looking at him. He's got fans high of him. Like that guy is who I dreamed to be. And he did a 450 on four and guys. He did a 450 on four guys. You know what I mean? So it's like that. And then when I come back here, it's like Mike comes back and then thinks about how cool that Aiden Prince guy was. You know what I mean? And then it, it's it's crazy, man. I can't even explain it.
0: Like it's But yeah. So in terms of matches, yes. because I've seen you do the ground matches. I've seen you do the ladder yes. matches. I've seen you do all that kind of stuff. Is there a match, a stipulation match, if you will, that you haven't done that you'd want to do? Yes. Like let's say I'll, I'll throw out a couple falls count anywhere straight up tables match maybe a hardcore match maybe steel cage match if they ever could do it some type of a hell in the cell type of match is there any type of stipulation match that you'd love to sink your teeth into given the opportunity There's two okay
1: First being a cage match, just because of the snooker situation. Of course. And you
0: know I'm jumping off that thing. Of course. Um, if you didn't, you wouldn't yes. be a steel cage match.
1: And I'm going to be super honest here. A hardcore match would be the other one. Because I have never been a fan of hardcore wrestling. Channing Decker has made me a hardcore wrestling fan.
0: Like, to a T. It's funny. When we interviewed yes. the Bubblegum Princess, yes. I said to her, I said, we're trying to get Decker on the show, and we will. We will yeah, get, him. Oh, you'll get him. But you'll we will uh, get I said to her, I said, you know, he reminds me of a... Mick Foley meets Zach Morris. Yeah, yeah. And she she laughs. She goes, I'm sure you'd appreciate the Mick Foley part, but come on. that The blonde hair, the blue eyes. <laughs> if that's not Zach Morris. Last time I was here, he was wearing a Mighty Ducks jersey. If dude. that guy's not a 90s kid. it's a great guy. I don't know I don't know what to say.
1: He's a wonderful dude.
0: I mean, seeing Decker be able to reinvent
1: himself after the fraternity stuff and everything like that. Like I said, his, his whole his vibe, everything, the, the ECW stuff, all of it, God bless him, he's made me a hardcore wrestling fan, <laughs> so I mean, and, and if I say hardcore match, it would have to be Deckard, it would have
0: to be, with love, of course, but I'd kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you could, yes. if there's a wrestler, past or present, yes, that you could work a program with. Yes. If you want to give me one past and one present, I'll take it. Okay. But, if, okay, are if you, you okay to oh, do I that? I already know. Man. All right, so give me a past wrestler and then a wrestler right now that you'd love to work a program with.
1: Past would be Paul London. Yeah. Paul okay. London
0: was like my,
1: like he's, who, he's the reason I do the drop salt. He's where I seen the 450 the first time um between him and 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 the past one would probably be god rest his soul hayabusa because hayabusa was another one where i seen the 450 the first time but he had such a cool look about him he wasn't like a normal mask guy it kind of he kind of reminded me of like a sabu in a mask you know what i mean so um and he's also the first guy who opened me up to japan and 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 those type of things so yeah it would have to be hayabusa but paul london i think it's just like a it's like a like the kid in me wants that badge, You know what I mean? And I know he's out there. So it's, uh, Hey, it's, it's, anything's
0: possible. Anything's possible. Now anything's there. possible. I mean, you if, you, know. if you could promote it the right way. Yeah. Anything's yeah. possible. Exactly. Exactly. So in terms of, uh, I guess the one final thing, what is next for Aiden Prince?
1: Again, man, just evolving, talking to more guys like you, um, trying to do more with, uh, with destiny. Um, you know, big things are coming in Windsor. Gold. Gold, man. I'm uh, BCW Tag Team Champions with Brent Banks Saw that. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so, I mean, that's just more gold, man. More gold. And tonight's a Black Craft Tag Team Championship
0: match. So, maybe you'll see me there. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: Maybe you'll see me there. Pretty yeah. awesome.
0: All right. One thing we always like to do for fun at the end yeah, of a serious right. interview. Um, We're association. Okay. I'm going to throw out wrestlers. Oh, past, present, future. Yes. And you say the first word. Pops into your head. Okay. And don't worry if it's a swear word. It's all (laughs) good. All right, good. All right, Ultimate Warrior. Legend. Legend. Loki. Ooh. Uh,
1: Teacher. Just because I learned so much from that last match. Josh Alexander. (sighs) Should be signed is what the first thing that popped into my head there. Tyler Bate. Grateful. Just because uh, he's young he gave me an opportunity.
0: Uh, he could have easily said no. You know what I mean? So grateful was the first word that popped in my head. There. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned uh, ROH, so I'll throw out some classic yes. ROH because yes. I haven't watched in a bit. Yeah. But uh, one for me, Kevin Steen. Hmm. Kevin Owens. Yes. Um, how do I say it? I'm trying to think of the word. Like,
1: almost like a warrior is what came to my head because – I mean, the guy like has probably been told no a thousand times. When he got there, he was told no.
0: And he's who he is. So, warrior, man. Warrior. <laughs> Since we're talking about Kevin Steen, we all know the beef underlining with Jim Cornette. <laughs> Cornette's a legend, man. I love Cornette. It's entertaining. Very entertaining.
1: There's the word. Entertaining. <laughs> Seth Rollins. Um, Tyler Black is what came to my head. Um, <laughs> that mosh pitting. Because I was a huge Tyler Black fan just because he come out rocking, you know, Pierce the Veal shirts or like, you know, like uh, different punk bands and stuff like that. Under Oath shirts and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a legend too. Jeez. And Vince McMahon. Wow. I almost look at Vince McMahon like a father figure because I've looked up to him for so long, not just in the wrestling sense, but in a promoting sense and that type of thing. So I'm going to say father figure.
0: Awesome. <laughs> and my last final question before we wrap this up, which has been an epic interview. Thank you so much Thank for taking you, the man. time out for me. It, what does Aiden Prince do in his downtime? When you're not wrestling, when yeah. you're not booking shows and you got a day or two, maybe the girlfriend's working. Hey. What do you do in your downtime?
1: Uh, I do graphic design actually. So I do, uh, I have my own design business. I you know make wrestling posters, event posters, um that's that's mainly me, man. I sit in front of that computer editing my head off or, or that and then the network stays on twenty-four-seven. It's just it's and I'm at the wrestling school three nights a week. So um over the past, like I said, three years or so, my life has just been wrestling. It's if it's not designing something wrestling, it's watching wrestling. If it's not watching, it's helping the young guys. Um you know, and if there's there's time in between, I'm playing wrestling on PS4. So it's.
0: <laughs> well, you got to add me. Exactly, I will. You got to add me I on will. PS4. I will. We're gonna, yep. those, we're, gonna yep. those, we're gonna get those. We're gonna get the We're gonna give those codes off yep. air though, yeah, yeah, because yeah, we a lot exactly. of people yeah, creeping yeah, in, in on it. it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking right, the time. Thank you. Good luck tonight. Thank you, man. I hope you, I'm pulling for you. Yeah, I hope so. so. I hope, and I also hope down the line you pay the extra three bucks just for I mean, one I triple extra. I will get it for you. I will get you one extra. triple extra. We'll That's all extra. I'm asking.
1: I got mom on pro wrestling tees now, by the way. You're on pro wrestling yes, tees? I'm That's on awesome. Pro tees, and do you probably.
0: want to give a shout out to all your socials?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, you can check me out on Instagram at, at uh, the Aiden Prince. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Aiden Prince. Uh, MichaelLopezDesign.com is what will lead you to all my graphic work. Um... And then, yeah, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Aiden Prince. Get yourself a Prince City t-shirt, 3X. 3X. <laughs> pay the extra $3 pay if pay you're a big guy. $3. It's worth it. You got to do it. You got to do it. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, man,
0: yeah, that's fun. it. All right. Well, thank you so much, thank Aiden you, Prince. I appreciate it. And as always, guys, I am your host. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week. I don't know what the episode is yet. It's going to be a surprise. Ooh. Take care, guys.
1: Thank you all so much for tuning in. Catch us every Wednesday at 7.30 on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Also be sure to follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. Wrestling! The Sub of the Day at Subway Restaurants, you can get a different 6-inch sandwich for just $4.39 or foot long for just $7.89 every day. But it's not just a good deal, it's a good deed. Now through April 28th, for every 10 Sub of the Day purchases, Subway Restaurants will donate one meal to a local food bank network, Feed Ontario. Our goal is 150,000 meals. So make it what you want, and make something great happen for someone else. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras, plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. One meal is the monetary equivalent of 33 cents. Some may think it's boring being a wall calendar, but I love it. You get to hang on walls all day, and people write stuff on you, like sandwich names. What, you don't write sandwich names on your calendar? Then you must not know about Subway Restaurant's sub of the day. Each day, it's a different 6-inch sub for $4.39 or footlong foot long for $7.89, like sweet onion chicken teriyaki on Wednesday and turkey breast on Thursday. Get your calendar. Write it down. Subway. Make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied.